Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. The last game of the weekend. The best play of the whole weekend. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Ending okay. the game on the most Dallas Cowboys thing ever. I uh, I can't remember the last time I laughed out loud at a football game, except for watching Zeke get absolutely leveled on that play. What the fuck was that? They put the three linemen or three of the linemen in a trips formation on the left side, and Zeke spiked the ball or hiked the ball. He, here's the thing what caught me. I was just like, okay, I saw the formation. I was like, it has to be kind of like a, a screen. Like literally, literally, Zeke's going to hike the ball, and in less than a second, it's going to go from Dak's hands to whoever – turban or whoever was on the edge and then the blockers are there to steamroll everybody in the way once zeke hiked it and dak dak held on to the ball like actually did like a three-step drop he did a three-step drop i was like what the fuck and it's funny because you could tell. Um, I, I'm not sure. I don't remember who was lined up and the linebacker that was lined up in front of Zeke. You could tell too. He hesitated for like a second because he probably thought everybody was probably thinking the same thing. And he like waited for a second, realized, oh, Dak is doing a drop back, yeah. <laughs> bulldozed <laughs> Zeke, <laughs> and just bulldozed him, dude, flattened him. Bulldozed Zeke and then got it to Turbin and then just got Turbin just got for like ran. seven yards. Yeah. It, okay. I, I let's don't... talk about also Mike McCarthy blowing like 30 seconds there with that punt option. Yeah. What the fuck was that, dude? Like, how many times do we have to talk about this guy's clock management? I mean, you don't send out the punt team for like 20, 30 seconds. That's crazy. I feel like clock management is now becoming a bigger and bigger issue with these head coaches. And I swear, I could find a a 15-year-old that plays Madden 24-7 with better clock management than some of these freaking head coaches. Sure, at least Mike McCarthy. I mean, yeah, dude. I was just like, I think um, at the end of the first half, Kyle Shanahan, too, like they ran a play. They ran the ball. It was probably like 40, 50 seconds left. Enough time to try to go downfield to get a uh, field goal before the end of the half. Well, it was a, it was a 31, though. You, you don't, that one's kind of iffy because it could go both ways. If you have a 31, you kind of do want to burn some time just in case you don't get it. They don't have as much time. It's one of those iffy ones. I, I don't really exactly remember the situation. I just remember they ran the ball. First of all, they ran the was- ball. Ran the ball, and I was just like, you know, running clock, running clock, running clock. And then they called timeout after like 20 seconds, ran off the clock. And I, I'm just sitting there, like, what's the point? What, why? Yeah. Yeah. He, he, cause it's cause he was, they were still like in their 40, like 30 or 40, like it was still kind of iffy. And I mean, they're 31. So, I mean, you kind of don't want to, that's, that's, that's kind of an iffy one. Like if, if you, 
if you don't get a big play, you fuck yourself for not like having enough time. But if if you get stopped, now they got like a minute and a half. So it's one of those like you don't want to give them too much time and you don't want to like burn too much time. They ended yeah. up doing the right thing though because like they had that big play. Oh, I forgot who it was. It wasn't Debo. They they had the big play to the middle. Oh, I think it might have been. Yeah, it was. It was Kittle. But that was that was at the end. That was at the end of the game though. That's not. The, nah. That's not. That wasn't the first half. They didn't, they didn't end up scoring in, in the end of the first half. Regardless. Oh, Regardless. no. It was, number, it was number 15. Je, uh, Jennings. 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 Got it. I know which it, one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was like um, a minute something. But I'm so glad Elijah Mitchell ran out of bounds. Because <laughs> if he didn't, if he didn't, you know, San Francisco would have iced out the clock and the game. Cool. Whatever. But instead, we got to see that marvelous last play that just gave me. It just made me smile from ear to ear. Like how uh, it just I'm really curious as to what how that went down in practice. That's what I want to know. What, what, what did how did it look? Did did it look good or? <laughs> I, I think the reason I laughed on it was because they lined up for it. A timeout was called, and you know that might have been like, you know what, fuck it, let's not do this. <laughs> they came right back out, and then the 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 ref was telling Zeke, he's like ineligible, like he's like, you know, you're ineligible, and he was like, yeah, yeah, there. <laughs> he was like so sure about that play, bro. I have no uh, idea what's supposed to happen. No, I'm not, I'm not sure if it is a swinging gate, because you know what swinging gate is, right? Swinging no. gate is, I'm looking at it right now. I mean, we're not experts on, you know, play formations, but a swinging gate is uh, essentially they move all the linemen to the left side and there's a wide, res- or sorry, a tight end behind them. And then you have the quarterback in the center being high, the height, the ball is being hiked to by, I guess, the running back, it looks like. This is like if you're a swinging gate and you, or if you know what swing gate is, I apologize. Uh, yeah, that's I don't. This one doesn't show a quarterback on there. I'm not sure if that's that's correct. Well, but what's the point of? Does it say what the point of the play is? It looks like it looks like it's supposed touchdown. to be on the right. Yeah, touchdown <laughs> on the right side. There's like a bubble screen essentially set. Like it's like a pick screen kind of thing. But on the left side, there's all the linemen. So it doesn't. Regardless, I was talking to somebody last night about the game af- after it, and. He said, and I agreed with him, this is essentially a play you run in like high school and the players that are on your team are just more athletic than the other team and that's why this play works. But it doesn't work in the NFL because everybody is the same amount of athleticism. So it's really just stupid to run a peewee level football, a peewee football level play in the NFL, let alone the fucking last play of your NFL season. It's crazy, dude. I mean... <laughs> it's, it's the Cowboys, and you know what? They they got the ball with less than four minutes left, and they go fucking three and out. Can you believe that? Yeah. And if Elijah Mitchell doesn't go out of bounds, or sorry, goes out of bounds, we're not talking about this last play. We're talking about the fact that they went three and out, but we're not. Nobody's talking about the three and out with you know three and a half minutes left, and that would have been the drive. They score, they drive down the field, they score, they go for two points, they win the game. And they would that would have solidified his career as a cowboy. He would have been, you know, 
But no, instead they went three and out because he he almost threw the pick because the inside linebacker was cutting on that slot receiver and it hits the inside linebacker in the gut. Mm-hmm. And then the second play, he throws a, a I believe it's a it's a route like a, a seam route down the right side, and it and it's into double coverage and it's gallop, and then the third one he gets sacked. Yeah, he tries to run up the middle for dumb shit. Yeah, so Dude, it's should, like on, on the first play he should when he rolled out in the end zone he should that should have been a safety. I don't know what Armstrong was doing. Dude, he just kind of like real. He just yeah. kind of like bumped him and just like I'm like. Well, dude, that's, that's, the, that's the rules. No, that's the rules, dude. Because if he tackles him and then, he, you know, you get roughing the passer, that's totally why he didn't tackle him. Otherwise, yeah, you'd level him. No, no, look, it all, it, it all makes sense, dude. All this added up to seeing that last play. That uh, <laughs> That's all yeah. it came down to. Everything oh, that happened, Mitchell, Mitchell going out of bounds, that Armstrong not tackling Dak for a safety. The Schultz uh, not being inbound. Oh, sh- <laughs> yeah. Sh- back to back play. Schultz just like lollygagging. Oh, I, how I remember, about that, too? I yeah. remember seeing it live. I remember I was like, I don't think he got two feet in bounds, dude. Just seeing it live. I was like, they better review this. And they, and they did. <laughs> Lo and behold, he decided to. How many uh, mistakes can you make with less than five minutes left in the game? And it's funny. If you think because, about it, we're only talking about the mistakes they made. And it's funny because even the play before that with Schultz, where he caught the ball, but the defender knocked him backwards and he went out of bounds. But that means the clock still runs. Yes. Because you went backwards. Yes. And it's funny, um, the level levels of like coaching you see, because immediately the 49ers know it. They know clock still rolls. Dallas was over there thinking, oh, we got out of bounds. We got the clock stopped. And then when they realize, like, oh, everybody get up to the line. Shit, shit, shit. Um, I factor coaching into that big time. Um, okay, do you put this more on McCarthy or, or, or Dak? Man, I put it on the whole organization, bro. This, they suck, dude. I mean. They don't? But I it's mean, like- the, def- the defense did good the first half. They held their own. They were, they were playing. They did no, they, get, they did no, defense did great. Game. Defense did great. I wouldn't say the whole game because toward you know you keep pounding it. That towards the end, those runs yeah. they started get they started hitting them with those runs. Yeah, they gave uh, up ten in the fourth. So yeah, so I mean, but that offense, man, Dak Prescott, we he are who we thought he was, and I mean. That's that's Dak, bro. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what else to to say. We've Dude, seen it for not, seven like, years. There's so many things that went their way that they didn't take advantage of. Like you mentioned getting hit in the end zone and not getting tackled for a safety and getting that ball out. That was incredible. That should have been a safety. Elijah Mitchell staying in bounds instead of or sorry yeah staying staying in bounds going instead of out going of bounds. Sorry, going out of bounds you, thank you going out of bounds instead of staying in bounds totally in the favor of the cowboys getting the ball after going three and out with less than four minutes left like you get another opportunity with less than two minutes left granted but you burn so much time you burn 30 seconds in these last three minutes with your punt formation decision 
I mean, there's just so many messes along the way that I just don't get anymore with the Cowboys. It's like they're the game is being given to them. The San Francisco 49ers scored 19 points. You're not going to get a better opportunity, especially with how high how high powered your offense is supposed to be. Like, there's no excuses anymore, dude. Like, this is horrible. Like, you should have won this game. They gave it to you at the end. You just kept. You made more mistakes than they did at the end. And that's impressive. They kept giving it to you. That's incredible, dude. Two opportunities with less than three and a half minutes left. Do y'all do y'all think uh the 49ers are frauds? No. No, no, so. no, no, no. I think no. they played down to their competition. That defense is fucking Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying. And Purdy uh, does Purdy hasn't been making mistakes, mistakes. Like he yeah. almost had the one at the end of the, the, the first half, but he he, um, he hasn't been making mistakes. He's doing the right thing. And then he's not just checking down, which is like the things that's huge. He's going through his progressions and he's throwing he's throwing mid mid range to like deeper balls. Purdy, I like Purdy. his confidence, dude. I think yeah, he's absolutely. Because uh somebody I've been talking to, he thinks the 49ers are frauds and mm. but we'll we'll stop talking to him, dude. But I I, I I've uh no, nah, it's Eddie. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but I, I've established he's a certified hater. Yeah, um, that's that's hating right there, man. I mean, I'm like, I'm, I sent him the gif of the Dave Chappelle Player Hater Awards, and I was like, yeah, bro, this is, but this I mean, is a bad bad team, bro. Um, yeah, 49ers, they're a pretty pretty solid team. I mean, I don't know how yeah. they'll fare against the Eagles though, because the Eagles put a legit ass whooping oh, on the Giants. Yeah. And I oh, yeah. and I literally I really was very confident in thinking the Giants would come in and win this game. Like it just <laughs> it just it just felt like it. Like the momentum no, they had from the it. Vikings, I really did, dude. He did, he I really did. did. I, I bet on their money line. I didn't even bet the spread. I bet on their money line. That's how confident I was. I and, think you're just a hater, dude. This again, you you bet on the Jags earlier this season beating them, and then how many other teams? I mean, you're just a hater. Okay, the, okay, I bet against the Eagles twice all season. Sorry, no, it's bud. been more than that. Sorry, bud. No, I'm saying in our confidence pool. In our confidence pool, you picked against them consistently. Well, okay, because because I knew you were picking for them. I had to try to levy some nah, points somewhere. Nah, that's such a fucking bullshit little... But look, I really it just felt like the NFL script writers, like, I, I've just been seeing this too many times. You know, the Giants... Daniel Jones plays his ass off in Minnesota, comes in, wins a hard-fought game in Philadelphia. But the Eagles said, nah, fuck that script writing. And also, it just revealed how bad the freaking Vikings are. <laughs> I didn't think the Vikings were that bad, but after the ass-whooping that the Eagles put on the Giants, I'm like, damn, the Vikings sucked, dude. They were... If anybody's a fraud, it's the Vikings, bro, for being number two seed and getting done like that by Daniel Jones. Don't hate on Danny Dimes. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Dan Danny Dimes has been playing well this year. I mean, he's been he's been better. He's been better. I, I just got befooled, bro. I thought he would continue that, but he just got smushed yeah. right in his tracks, stopped. So, um, I mean, did, but, you, did you honestly, like, truly – believe in your heart of hearts that they were going to win like truly yes yes i really, really? did i really did yeah did, i mean why why did you think that did you think they were just going to out 
play the Eagles or do you think the Eagles are just going to like have a bad game or something? Um, I felt like with the way the Giants played last week and Eagles coming in off a bye. Really? Yeah, I guess it's really? answer your question. Yeah, playoff just, by. Really? But like, I just thought they would catch them slipping a, a little playoff bit. Playoff by. Just, just catch a little bit, slipping. man. Hey, so bro. The divisional, the the wild card by <laughs> is is a disadvantage to you. Yeah, that's, that's no, what you say. That's ridiculous. Just, fuck, bro, we got a buy. We might lose. I didn't. I didn't say. Oh, they had a buy. They're gonna lose. No, I just thought. With the momentum the Giants had, the confidence they had coming in, and the Eagles not playing for a couple they didn't weeks. They have momentum, though. I'm looking right now, the, and they lost the Eagles in Week 18, which was the Vikings. Well, I'm talking about the Vikings well, game. Then they beat the Vikings by seven. I mean, well, fuck, they, fuck the momentum of being first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but real. I mean, maybe I, you never you could catch, and it's a divisional <laughs> opponent, bro. Divisional opponent. Shit, the Dolphins almost caught the Bills lacking, bro. The the Bills might not be who we think they are, though. Oh, they aren't. I try to tell y'all. I talk, try to tell y'all. Josh Allen isn't that guy yet. But uh, at the same time, it's but, not totally his but, fault. Uh, let's just let's just say the first of all, the Eagles beat the Giants thirty-eight to seven. Oh yeah, I, I saw that as. Are they your Super Bowl favorite now? I mean, they have to be, right? The Eagles. Well, he he never he was never convinced by them. He's always thought they were a fraud team. I never I never said they were a fraud team. Okay, I never said that. This was this was the game, this Eagles 49ers game that I've been nervous for. This is this is the one it's right so here. Good. This is gonna Dude. be a great football game. But I'm I just don't know what pretty, the 49ers. I'm still pretty confident, dude. The Brock Purdy, the rookie, you know, last pick of the draft eventually has to kick in. Like there has to be you can't tell me that this kid can come in as a rookie, have no experience, be one of the last picks in the draft, and lead his team to a Super Bowl. Like you, you can't. There experience, or yeah, experience. Like play experience in the NFL has to matter somewhat, right? Like it has at some point in the playoffs, it has to matter. And mm-hmm. I feel like the championship round, it, it just that that's where I feel like that's gonna be the difference. Yeah, follow in the footsteps of the goat. It's true. But he wasn't, but he was was he he wasn't a rookie. That was his second year, but I think he pretty much just said no. But it, I mean, it was his rookie like playing. His yeah. first year playing, but he was a second year. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, this it's first year playing, and he was what a third string. I mean, practice squad at the beginning of the year. It's like, I mean, he he's pretty. He's good. I mean, no, he's I, I think good. he's killing it, dude. I'm I mean, just saying that experience, like, ha- is somewhere it has to catch up. I think that team, that coaching staff, doesn't get enough credit. They're in an NFC Championship game with a third string quarterback. Like, that just that doesn't happen, dude. You lose your first string, your starter, your starter. You're like, damn. Okay, let's let's pause though and just say like. Are we taking credit away from the defense? Because we always talk about the 49ers, and the reason they're always in this position, it feels like, is because of the defense. Like the defense well, yeah, is always yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But up until this last game, honestly, they've been putting up points too. It's not like they've won every game like yeah. nine, nine to six or anything. They've been putting up like 30 plus points oh, nearly every game. Well, they're they're more offensively productive ever since Purdy came in, and it's not by a little bit. It's it's 
they got more yards, more more points, more everything, which is insane. I, I it's just one of those weird things in football where it's kind of like where I argue um, Dak versus Cooper, Cooper Cush. Dak, yes, he's the better quarterback, more talented quarterback. But I would just trust Cooper Cush more just because he you don't have to force anything with him. Like you just he runs the offense and does what you're supposed to do in the offense. Whereas Dak, it's like, uh, I feel like I got to make you look good, Dak. So, mm. you know, it, it, even though I want to run the ball maybe on this play, let, let's, let's go long to CD Lamb, I guess. You know. Come on, you uh, know they don't play call plays like that. But, I mean, that, that has to be a factor, bro. Like, it has, like, I can to see... To the I can, quarterback? I can see, I can see, I can see in a situation where let's say Trey Lance was still healthy. You know, he's a, he's more mobile than Brock Purdy. You would, you, you would feel the need to call some plays like that. Leave the ball in his hands a little bit more, make him make decisions. Kind of like a, the bills do with Josh Allen, make him make a lot of decisions where when that happens there, you tend to fuck up. Like that's just how it works. Whereas Brock Purdy, it's like Purdy let, you know, we got these weapons we got McCaffrey, we got Debo, Kittle, just hand the ball, just work, just work the offense. Like you got the weapons. I'm going to let the weapons do the work for you. Just get them the ball. That's great. I mean, I think that's great coach. And that's exactly, I hope what he's being told. It looks like what he's being told. I, I'm confident. I mean, the bills were my early season Super Bowl picks. Um, Super Bowl like winners, but I mean, since Von Miller went down, they really weren't the same. I am decently surprised that the Bengals beat them like as handily as they did. Um, it was in the snow. I don't know if that's like worthy of mentioning, but I don't really know who to point at for this one. What Josh do you mean Allen? by? I like, mean, McDermott. I guess I, I feel like they they don't have the team everybody thinks they have. I mean, they have Stefan Diggs. Yes, he's great. Josh Allen. They don't really have a running game. They don't really have a running game. Um, you know, you just see, like I was just saying earlier, you see them just giving the ball to Josh Allen, like, please make something happen. And that's why he he makes those mistakes. He throws those interceptions and stuff like that. Cause there's too much on him. And I'm sorry. He's like super talented and stuff, but he's no, he's no Joe, Joe Burrow. Like Burrow, you could tell not only with the talent, his IQ is just, he's there. He knows what's going on, what's happening. And he's just like the coolest dude, like ever. I, don't, I think he, I, I think Joe I don't Burrow might be the coolest dude in the history of like ever. Exactly. I don't understand how he's so calm. Like, how is he so cool in the most tense moments? I don't get it. He just looks oh, did you so see that? calm. Did that throw he the throw and warm up? <laughs> no, I didn't. Is there oh, some throw? Ah, uh, it was going around on Twitter. Um, he did this warm throw and like this spin, dude. Dude, it just he's just so cool, dude. Like, <laughs> and they got the fucking white uniform, bro. How could they lose, uh, dude? And in Honestly, it's oh, I think I. It's time. For, it's time oh, for people my. to. Dude, he this, this is so cool. He does the spin. 
Bro, he is way too cool. In the like you're saying, the white unis. Yeah. Bro, why snow. did I think the Bengals were so fucking just dog shit with Andy Dalton? Like, just just aesthetically, I thought they were just the ugliest, worst team ever. It's like this is a terrible looking team. And I see this man with these stripes on in the white and that ugly ass orange helmet. I'm like, it's the coolest fucking thing ever. <laughs> These jerseys are sick, bro. And then you got the you got the wide receiver, the number one wide receiver that oh, can gritty dude. gritty in the so cool, in the touch dude. in the end zone. And then, but seriously, am I was I alone in that? Did you think the no. the Bengals like the jerseys were cool back then? Did you think like, like I've always liked their jerseys. Really? I like it because of Chad. That was the only. That's guy. true. That is true. Other than that, bro, like. Every time, like I saw the the Bengals too, I was like, "Oh, this fucking team, bro! Like, what a fucking waste of like a time slot on TV." <laughs> they sucked, and you're just like, and they used to have like the ugly orange, bro. Like, oh. yeah, bro, they used to have the black like jersey, and then they'd have the orange. I'm looking at it right now, like the orange stripes just on the arms. Yeah. That looks lame as shit. What they no. have now is cool as fuck. It looked way. Oh, it's a little bit different, but it's less. Ex- it's kind of the same, but it's less exaggerated on the shoulders, so it's way better looking. It's it's just Joe Burrow, all right. I think it's, it is it's, Joe Burrow. I'm like trying to convince myself it isn't. But, dude, yeah, the Bengals. Thank goodness, because I was like, I need I I need a good start to this football day, and the Bengals. I I want the Bengals to win, because just. Why wouldn't you want the Bengals to win? Unless you're Bills Mafia, but they just took it to the Bills. They exposed the Bills. And how about, dude, how about that offensive line, bro? bro. That offensive line were three out of five were backups, dude. And they played like, yeah. they dominated, dude. They dominated. They they did whatever they wanted to do. They wanted to run. Honestly, they probably could have ran the ball every play. And Mixon would have had like two fifty. Did Joe Mixon? Yeah. Oh, dude, that dude—they are all dogs, and you could tell they got that chip. You could tell they all got that chip on their shoulder because of the whole um, neutral site game yeah, thing. Receipts, bro. Yeah, they they For refunds. Hope they send refunds. Them. Yeah, send them the refunds, and it and it's crazy because Joe Burrow, you could tell like how he the effect he has on the team. You know what I mean? Just like, I feel like everybody just got that Dude, swagger. That he... ever. He's got to be the coolest quarterback ever, right? Yes. By far. Has to be, right? I, uh, dude, I'll go as ever? far. Like, who, who's who else cool, is cooler? Who's, who's cooler? I mean, at the time, Broadway, Joe Namath, bro. I mean, Broadway. I was thinking Joe Namath. I was def- Joe Namath definitely crossed my mind. Because that's, me that's... I mean, I maybe mean, now, was, now. Man was smoking cigarettes at halftime. So... Pretty hard to beat, and drinking Budweiser. Pretty hard to beat that. That's pretty fucking cool. Broadway Joe was fucking. He was dope, bro. But but Joe Burrow. It's because we're in the right now. I'm literally watching him throw a ball, and he spins at the end of the throw. I'm like, (laughs) this is so cool. He does a fucking spin. That's all he does. And I'm sitting here just like, in awe. Different. Like, why is it different? How does it look so cool? It's the white uniforms with the snow in the back. In the spin, yeah. dude. I don't think dude. there's cooler. I mean, I think like, I don't know. I think Lamar's pretty cool. I think the gla- the Oakley glasses he wears, I think they're like just cheesy enough that they're cool as fuck. 
Nah, like he's, still ain't cool. he's still ain't cool. I love those. Still ain't cooler than Joe. And no, he's crazy. Not than and the Joe. crazy part is, it's like it's not one of those. Oh, you're trying hard to be cool, or any. It's not like oh, you're over. You're doing too much or anything. It's just like, damn, that dude's just. He just keeps raising the bar every time, you know. With the, back in college, he, with the cigar in college, I was like, oh, shit, man. And then he got that little chain, the the Nike with the Joe Joe yeah. JB nine or whatever. All right, and that's a. Got, and then they did the video at LSU where they did Burrow, but it was spelled with the R R E A U X. Yeah. That was that. I thought that was sick. That was a great video. That was like one of the first videos too that they used that super 4k lens like you remember we started seeing them in the, yeah. in the end zones but that was one of the first ones that was like really like a video video of it and that was so cool so yeah he might be the coolest quarterback ever but i don't know text us or you know at twitter at uh sliced apples send us who else i don't know there's i think i think i think jimmy g's so i would think yeah jimmy g's is more handsome yeah let's talk about the game a little bit let's talk about the game a little bit so i mean the bills just from the beginning of that game bro the the Bengals were just locked in another level and i think in the trenches too i think that was the most surprising part the offensive line of the Bengals. everybody coming in everybody thought they would be the liability they ended up being the strength of the Bengals. And let's not forget the D line because I mean, if it wasn't for Josh Allen being Josh Allen, they probably would have had like five, six sacks. There was a bunch of times where I'm just like, Oh my God, how do y'all let Josh Allen just slip away? Because they're in the backfield and Josh Allen just does what he does. But the bills, they're not who we thought they were. Mm. I mean, um, they, they need a running game. They need, I don't know, there's a lot of things they need. Um, a lot of I think mainly the running needs, though. I, I think mainly the running game, though, because Josh Allen is asked to do too much. And I don't care how good you are, you can only do so much. Um, I think it's time to start putting some respect on the Bengals' name. We keep thinking about the Chiefs and the Bills. One and two in the pecking order of the AFC. Nah, bro. It's the Bengals. Bengals and Chiefs. I would even go as far as to say. I would go as far as to say. Jeez. Here we go. In his own way, Joe Burrow is better than Patrick Mahomes. Mm. That was actually going to be the question that I brought up next was, is Joe Burrow the best quarterback in the NFL? I mean, he's in the championship game two years in a row, has the potential to go to the Super Bowl two years in a row. This is his third? Third year, but third year. Third year, but his first year he got he tore his tore his ACL. He's injured. So the first two the two years he's been active, he's not only I mean, he's been the best player on his team, right? I mean, we can all agree. Mm-hmm. So and he's been in the championship game two years in a row. I, I don't think it's too he, crazy to say. You he already has like most of the franchise records in the playoffs. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so now I mean, is he the best quarterback in the NFL? 
Now, if you want to play devil's advocate, you can say, you know, look at the weapons he has versus what Patrick Mahomes has, even though I think Travis Kelsey is the ultimate weapon. That's actually another thing I was listening. I forgot who I was listening to earlier, but they said what Josh Allen needs on the bills. He needs like a Travis Kelsey because on those third downs, when the play starts breaking down, Patrick Mahomes, he has Kelsey. Kelsey knows how to get, he's just open. He's just always open. You could check it down to him. He'll get a first down. Josh Allen, Dawson Knox ain't that, ain't ain't Travis Kelsey. So he has to sling it 50 yards to Stefan Diggs to try to force something. So, um, I mean, Patrick Mahomes does have the ultimate weapon in Travis Kelsey. I mean, he has the best receiver of all time, the best tight end of all time. It's pretty, pretty nice to have. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> Mahomes is a lot more, he has a lot more talent, I will say. Um, you know, all that flashy shit, the st- mm-hmm. sidearm, the, I don't know, he just makes football look easy. He's just on one leg over there, freaking tearing up the Jaguars defense. And I'm just there like, come on, dude, this is your chance. You got him hobbled and he's still better than most of the quarterbacks in the league. But Joe Burrow, it's it's a little bit different. I feel like Joe Burrow uh, excels more intellectually, mm. I would say, than Mahomes. Mm. Um, Mahomes definitely has the system, that Andy Reid system. It, it does favor him, too, because it's just shovel pass. I mean, not that he's only oh. doing shovel passes and stuff. Oh, careful. But, <laughs> but that's a nice offensive system. Even even when Chad Henney comes in, every time Chad Henney comes in, it's like you think, oh man, this is their chance. Like 98 drop yard off. touchdown drive or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like this is their chance. And I'm not saying that and saying like that Mahomes is a system quarterback. Not no, at all. I'm great. not trying to say that at all. But Andy Reid No, I'm no, not saying no, that. But Andy Reid no, Andy Reid has an excellent system. <laughs> yeah. I think you would hope your system is like stable or strong enough that if you put your backup quarterback in for one drive, he could get you the results you need. So I don't, I don't disagree with that. Kind of like with Kyle Shanahan, he has a great system. Brock Purdy yeah. is able to come in and still excel, even yeah. though he's a third string mystery relevant. Um, but I'm very excited for that Chiefs Bengals game. <sighs> I have a bad feeling, you know, Bengals do have the Chiefs number three times in a row so far. I feel like it has to come to an end eventually. And even with I that really, ankle, you watched that ankle injury. Yeah, so but bad. did you did you see afterwards, man? He's still better than <laughs> he's still Patrick Mahomes, bro. Like Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. I want to talk about the Bengals, but yeah, we'll talk about the Jags and Chiefs. The uh I, I mean, you didn't answer my question if he's the best. Do you think he's the best? You're starting, you're drafting today. You got Patrick Rollins, you got Joe Burrow in front of you. I'm taking, uh, I'm taking Joe Burr. Oh, you know what? I'm not, I'm, I'm kind of leaning Joe Burrow. And the only reason, um, because he's cool. I just want a cool quarterback. Well, yeah, I think he's cool as fuck. I mean, that's just, yeah, he's just. Do you want a cool quarterback or you want Jackson Dude, Mahomes and he's gonna move merch. I mean, he's gonna move merch. 
Yeah. Or yeah. Do you want Jackson or Brittany? You're right. <laughs> so I, I think he to be your third year in the league and your first year be injured, and then the following two in the championship round and the playoffs. I think that says a lot about his presence in the locker room and and how much these players respect him and listen to him, man, especially as a young quarterback. That says a lot, I think, for when you're wanting to start an organization or start a franchise. Like, you want to have a quarterback that's disciplined, plays hard, is cool as fuck, and leads the locker room well. And Joe Burrow does a lot of that. Saying that, I'd still take Mahomes, dude. Mahomes is nasty. I like he's he is nasty. Mahomes can do stuff. He like he will jump, be flying sideways, and throw it forty yards. Like it's just mm-hmm. stupid. So of course, like I want him, and of course he's the better quarterback. It's just fun to play around with the idea. But like, Joe, I mean Patrick Mahomes is like a better. I mean, sorry, a more talented version of Aaron Rodgers. It's insane how good he is. I mean, to beat that team. On one leg, after watching that injury, where both his knee and his ankle from the side are like bent in the way they're not supposed to be, and he still can just like throw the ball and do it, dude. Ho ho ho! Yeah, I don't know if I'm taking him next week though because he is coming off that injury. It did look serious, so I do like the Bengals next week. I don't think it ends for the Chiefs. I think it does go to zero and four. But yeah, I got to take Mahomes in that situation, dude. He's just so nasty. So nasty. Yeah, he does Joe, shit that's like crazy. <laughs> yeah, Patrick Mahomes definitely is the more flashy. Joe Burrow. I think that whole Bengals just from top to bottom is just underrated. Um, yeah. No one ever talks about Zach Taylor or the coaching staff, the defensive coordinator. I forgot his name, but they're never in like discussion for head coaching, head coaching positions or anything like that. Like, dude. I mean, did we not? Did they not show enough last year how good they are at like just adjusting? And I mean, they, they're just ready for anything, dude. It, it, it's insane. And you yeah. wouldn't think that if you just looked at their roster, you would think, oh, you know, they got Joe Burrow and they got Jamar Chase. They got some weapons. I mean, geez, they got T. Higgins, bro. Tyler Boyd. Um, <laughs> and then Hayden Hurst finally showing up too. Um, and them boys on the defense, it's, it's just, they got a squad and yeah. they got a chip on their shoulder. And I think the best thing that happened was the whole, you know, coin toss debacle thing. Cause they have this huge chip on their shoulder because they were essentially eh, left out, you know. Yeah. Um, Chiefs, Bills is what they wanted. Yeah, you could tell you, you could tell what the, what the NFL wanted. And so um I really hope I I wouldn't mind seeing the Bengals Eagles Super Bowl. Some new blood sort of cuz the Bengals aren't really new cuz they were in the Super Bowl last year but still, you know what I'm saying. Not the Chiefs cuz we're tired of seeing the Chiefs. Bro, if that's the case, I'm I'm taking the Eagles in that matchup, bro. The Eagles will fucking dominate the Bengals if that's the case. Dude, bro, if just... Mahomes is not playing against the Eagles, it's a wrap. But Mahomes is the great equalizer for any matchup. So I'm, I just, I'm like big on Mahomes right now. I don't know why, but just huge. I just don't know. I mean, that's why I'm I'm not a defensive coordinator, but I just don't know. The answer, like the 49ers this upcoming weekend, what answer 
is D'Amico Ryan's going to have for hurt the Jalen hurts. And I'm talking about like essentially the, the read option, the, just the many things he can do. What what is your answer for that? What are you going to do? Six hundred pounds. There is no answer. I mean, there's an answer. Look, all I'm saying is, if D'Amico Ryan's finds that answer, Texans get him on the phone, hire him on the spot, Dude, on the real. spot. If the 49ers win and the defense dominates, hire him on the spot. Even though I kind of prefer Sean Payton. You know what? Didn't they? Oh, they interviewed a uh, Gannon too, right? So whoever wins that game, call them, hire them on the spot. <laughs> Jeez. If the Eagles yeah. win, call Gannon, be like, hey, here's your contract. You accept? If the 49ers win, D'Amico Ryans. Here's your contract. You accept? <laughs> so are you going back? I mean, we've talked about the other three. Jags, Chiefs. What did you make of that? Like, what do you, I mean, I guess the real conversation is like, you know, um, Mahomes, like, do you think he's going to be healthy for the championship this weekend? Yes. You think so? hundred percent. He won't be a hundred percent, but he won't be, he'll be better. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, obviously than he was on Saturday. Yeah, uh, obviously Saturday was kind of, uh, I mean, shout out Doug Peterson for, uh, that? can we back up? What did you just say? Of course he's going to be better five days after he got injured, David. Asking, really, it's a question within a it's question. Not gonna be a, it, 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 it's not how if he's going to be healthy. It's is it going to be a factor on Sunday? That's like you're, I don't you're, know. You're I don't. He's going to be healthier, gonna, obviously. <laughs> it's kind of like a. It's kind of like on uh, on Listerine. They're advertising it. They're like uh, uh, healthier, clean than brushing by itself. I'm like, well, duh. If you add, if you brush your teeth and then do anything afterwards, it's going to be a better clean you know i mean nice marketing but that's but to all of that (laughs) anywho Mahomes is gonna be fine bro he's not gonna be 100 percent. he's gonna be dude y'all saw i mean y'all saw what he did on one leg dude i mean as long as the the offensive line can you know keep him out of keep him out of harm's way he'll he'll be fine now if he re-injures it again if somebody you know, ends up taking a little little fall on a leg, on a limb. Uh, who knows? I mean, I would still be scared of Chad Henney anyways because apparently he just comes right in and just – I don't know if – did. I feel like the defense – is it because the defense just think they could chill after Mahomes gets out and they're just like, oh, okay, we just got Chad Henney. We're good, guys. And then he just comes in and scores tuds, freaking touchdowns. Um <laughs> As far as the Jags and Chiefs, it's a, I mean, it's kind of it was expected. Shot Doug Peterson going for the field goal to cover the spread. Um, he's a real one for that. I mean, other than that, it's just. What do you make of that, though? I mean, that's like their their whole organization was in complete disarray. By the way, can you tell me who the number one overall pick of this last year's draft was? Because the Jags had him. Last year? Yeah, this past year. Number one overall pick. I know number two was Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. (laughs) Number one is, it's kind of like, dude, who was it? Was it an edge rusher? Who was it? Trayvon Walker. 
for the Jags? The end for Georgia. Yep. And it's to the Jaguars. I did not even remember that. I'm glad I didn't. I didn't. What did, I mean, what was this? What did he do this year? Did he do good? Was he? I no, mean, I'm I just saying, want... like, you think about that. They were the number one overall pick, the worst team in the league last year. Their coach was groping some girl in some northern state after a game because he didn't fly home on the coaching or on the team plane. They fire him. This whole experiment of hire or hiring of drafting Trevor Lawrence and then hiring Urban Meyer and you know having this great. Re- I mean, you remember all the the publicity in the media about that, where it was like this great meeting between the two and it's going to work great and Urban and and then it just goes crash and burn. They get the number one overall pick. Doug Peterson comes in and completely repairs his team. They get to the divisional round, man. And they're I mean seven points off the Chiefs is pretty pretty freaking good, man. Like. I'm impressed. And they put up a fight. It they was did, like, dude. Dude, the it, South. I mean, the 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 Texans in that division, the South man. Ooh, <laughs> they're not looking good, dude. Like they, we better have a big time NFL draft uh, coming up because, from the looks of it, we are in the worst position by far. For that, we need we need a big time hire. We need to hire yeah. the right guy. I mean. I was convinced. I mean, the first thought was D'Amico Ryan's, bro. You got to get D'Amico Ryan's. But now I'm kind of convinced that to have some success, you got to go with the offensive guy as your head coach. I mean, if you look at these teams that are making it into the playoffs, uh, Doug Peterson, Andy Reid, Zach Taylor, um, uh, Sirianni. Sirianni's the offensive guy, right? I think so. Pretty sure he is, too. Sirianni, I mean Kyle Shanahan, Day, Brian Dable, all these guys, all these guys making it through are offensive guys. The only one from this past weekend that was a defensive guy is uh, McDermott. So it kind of you kind of start seeing that, and you're like, man, you know, D'Amico Ryan's, I love him, but maybe I want maybe I want a Sean Payton or a, a Gannon. Let me, I mean, think about it this way. If like a lot of those teams that you mentioned, like if we're talking about Nick Sirianni, you have Jalen Hurts, we're talking about Andy Reid, you have Patrick Mahomes, you go around and you mention a lot of these offensive head coaches, they're paired with a good or great quarterback. So the question is, do you go get the coach and then draft the quarterback? And again, if you have this high tier coach, and you draft a quarterback, I mean, you've got, what, two to three years before you expect to see anything out of him? So you're two to three years in the shitter. Or do you draft the quarterback first, get a really good, like, Deshaun Watson-type quarterback, and then go get the coach? Like, what what would you do in that situation? No, you, you get the coach, so that way the coach could get their guy, um, whether it's Bryce Young or Stroud. Obviously, we probably won't have a choice because they decided, oh, we're going to win in Week 18. Okay. But you, you get the coach, and so that way they could get their, their guy that they want. Because the last thing you want is to get a guy, and the coach you bring in doesn't want that guy. We've seen that happen too many times, and it doesn't, it doesn't ever, ever fare well. So I think you get the coach. Um, they have a say in which guy they want, which QB they want, and they could work with them from the get-go, from the jump. It's not one of those, oh, like... You know, like imagine what Trevor Lawrence could be doing right now if this was his if he spent his whole career under Doug Peterson, that kind of deal. Like 
you, you don't want to waste the year or two, whatever, with some Joe Schmo quarter, uh, head coach or offensive coordinator. When you can get a Sean Payton and have them from the jump be taught and work with Sean Payton. Okay, I'm looking at this, and I'm curious to your opinion on this. So, all this Sean Payton hype, or hype, I I don't fully get. Um, just because he's not somebody like he had Drew Brees dropped in his lap, is my understanding. Like I'm looking at the timeline and how it worked, but his first year as a head coach was the year that they went out and got Drew Brees. But it looks like they got Drew Brees in March 2006, which would have been after the Super Bowl. And obviously, you start the season later that year. So I'm not even sure he was involved in getting Drew Brees. So, And he was with San Diego for the prior four years. So do we credit him for developing Drew Brees? or like How do we credit him? Because in my eyes, if we're thinking about going and getting Sean Payton and then going and getting like a top-tier quarterback, what if he picks the wrong top-tier quarterback? What if the top-tier quarterback doesn't work with him? Like you, you, you got to understand not, at the time that Drew Brees was a free agent, there was a lot. He wasn't, he wasn't the Drew Brees we know now. There was a lot of question marks, yeah, especially no, I'm, because I'm he aware. just, he just had that shoulder surgery and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but I, it will be hard for me to see a situation in which somebody as knowledgeable and experienced as Sean Payton Let's just say he's he's dead set on Bryce Young. He they work out both the quarterbacks and whatnot, go through the whole shebang. He's like Bryce Young. That's that's the guy. Like he he's it. I I it's hard for me to imagine a situation in which he's just like, oh, you know what? Like I fucked that one up. I was wrong. You know, Bryce Young isn't that guy. Yeah, um, it's just. It, you know, it, it's it, he's not some. I mean, I mean, this is Sean Payton we're talking about. I mean, at least that's the respect I give him. Like, he he wouldn't just be led astray like that. He won Coach of the Year in two thousand six. It looks like that would have been his first year with the Saints. That's it. And he won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's that's kind of my opinion on it. Uh, just an interesting point to be made that you know he's had Drew Brees and as far as development and picking and things like that, it's just a lot of eggs in one basket. But I don't know much about him or his career, honestly. So I don't have much else to say. Uh, that's it. That's everything on the Jaguars Chiefs, right? It's like we we kind of Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, you're, you're you're impressed with Trevor Lawrence and his bounce back year? Yeah, he had a pretty good year. Um, I wish he would have kept his Saturday streak alive. But yeah, that would have been cool. That would have been real cool, but yeah. Um, for this year. You know, we just got a... Ninth in yards, eighth in touchdowns, twelfth in interceptions, fifteenth in QBR. First year, first year under Doug. Well, I think next year... I think we'll see a, a, a pop-off from him next year. I think so, yeah. Another year with Travis Etienne also. Christian Kirk, how about him dropping every yeah. freaking ball? <laughs> Did you see that? 
Mm, How many drops no. did he have? He must have had four or five drops. It was crazy. There was a couple of ones that were like in his hand. All he had to do was tuck it in, and he just dropped it. Or bobbled it. Bad, dude. He dropped a lot. So I don't recall seeing that. <laughs> okay, that ass. Um, yeah, I'm excited for the the championship weekend, and then we got the Super Bowl. I'm glad I got your pick out of you. So who wins, Eagles, Bengals? Or are you not going to give that pick out yet? Well, we got to see if that even happens first it's of all. Happen. Obviously, it might. It might win. be. Might be Chiefs Forty Niners again. CMC's Bro. banged up. What if Chiefs Forty Niners and Jimmy G gets activated to the roster? No, they won't do that. I, come back. I'm just. I'm. Throw. I'm very curious as to what. Like, that Eagles offense with Jalen Hurts is just is something crazy, and I just. I'm very curious as to what is the answer on defense to slow them down. All right, how about this hypothetical? The 49ers go on and win the Super Bowl. What do you do with Brock Purdy? Start him. <laughs> Over Trey Lance, 100%. And then what do you do with Trey Lance at that point? Yeah, what do you do with Trey Lance? What do you do with Jimmy G? The Jimmy G's look, 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 That's look, probably look, the look. worst Jim, case Jim, scenario is your on, third string. It's Jimmy G's out the door. Jimmy G's out the door. Look, you start Brock Purdy because look, you're the 49ers. You got injury, just an injury freaking aroma going on in there. So bound to get injured. And then bam, you just bounce Trey Trey Lance back in. He gives a new dynamic, freshens up the team. And next thing you know, you're going on another Super Bowl run because they don't know how to defend Trey Lance. I love I love that Trey Lance sits behind Brock Purdy in this scenario to learn. Like Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. <laughs> I mean, I mean, sometimes you gotta build Belichick that bitch. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta make that decision. You gotta go with. You start Brock Purdy though, Alejandro. Do you start Brock Purdy in that scenario? 100%. I'm a Brady fan, bro. So I'm gonna have to go with the <laughs> Mr. Relevant dude. I think I don't you think have I could to take an off season of that many comparisons. I don't think I could take it. Oh, dude, you're gonna hear it all the time. It's if if he wins the Super Bowl, yo. He's not gonna. He's gonna lose this weekend. I'm telling Christian McCaffrey being injured is gonna be a big deal. The boys gonna fire McCarthy. What do they do from here? They have to, bro. Everything they should do is exactly what they're not gonna do. He's gonna get signed to an extension. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm calling it. No, he, great, he just he just needs four more years. Five years. It, Hundred fifty million dollar contract, the biggest biggest contract <laughs> in NFL history, fully that, guaranteed. I'm I'm really hoping like over time as our generation gets older and the next generation comes in, like just the amount of Cowboys fans just decrease yeah. decreases gradually because I mean they haven't won shit since before we were fucking born. So there's no way like some Gen Zer should be like. How about them boys? We them boys. Like what? I got frosted tips if he does. It's because David doesn't understand fandoms. He thinks like you have to be from Dallas or wherever your team's from to be a fan. It's about exposure. Dallas are like the most exposed team, so they're gonna have the most fans. Yeah, yeah. They're mo- hold on. They're the most exposed for being nice. freaking trash, dude. <laughs> Triple entendre there. Yeah, and yeah, if she's never gonna die. The sad hey. truth. What do you? Yeah. What do you do? I mean, I I've already put it out there, and I fully believe they will not win a Super Bowl until Jerry Jones dies, and that's unfortunate. But that's my what I believe to be the truth. 
and it's been proven right again and again and again. But I mean, Brett Maher missing three extra points is amazing. ludicrous. It's amazing. And Mike McCarthy making an innumerable, innumerable amount of mistakes in the last four minutes of a game amazing. is incredible. So we got to do something. Something's got to change. We can't keep blaming Dak. Zeke had like 30 yards. It's, yeah, dude, he was like 8 for 28 or some dumb shit like, like that. What, what is going on? Should have known as soon as Tony, Tony Pollard went out, that game was over. Dude, Tony ten, Pollard went out. 10 for 26, still, wow. Yeah, dude. Dak was on his A game, bro. This was like, after everybody was hyping him up last week... <laughs> They're like, yeah, they the this is the narrative the media media won't tell you about Dak, and it was just kind of like, dude, just wait, just literally wait one week, and we will see. Hey, Dak Tom Prescott, bro, he was talking all this shit. Go for fucking two. Now the motherfucker has a bad game. So we get talking shit. Run the, the ball. The kicker oh, Maher should have been like, ball. run the fucking ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy, dude. I don't know what they're going to do, but all I know is Jerry Jones is stepping in that office and he is pissed. That's all I know. He's eating a big old fucking burger with salt on it. That was the <laughs> grossest thing I've ever fucking seen. That's why that team is cursed, bro. The owner puts all that salt on that burger. That was the worst fucking thing I've ever seen. What was it on the Hard Knocks? Hard Knocks, dude. This show was disgusting. Hard Knocks. Every time I see him, I think about that burger and that salt. Mmm. <laughs> Been doing that for 70 years. Uh, I'm excited. We'll get a couple people on for the Super Bowl tour, but this has been Sliced Apples. Uh, that's everything I got, though, David. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. I mean, we could go back to the wild card round. No. That was Tom Brady. Is Tom Brady done? Yes, no? Yes. Yeah. No. 100%. No. Uh, I hope he is. Let, let me say it that I way. Don't think he's, I don't think he's done. I, hope I don't he's think done. he's done. I think he's got a new Super Bowl in him. He does. Yeah. Wow, David. Your, your fandom for him left quick, bro. You're laughing at the thought of another Super Bowl for Tom. Dude, I just... He doesn't have it, bro. I don't know All what right. else to say. 49ers lose this weekend. They go out and they get Tom Brady. That's Does a he win a Super Bowl next year? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that is a super, <laughs> that's a super Bowl. That's a Super Bowl. I don't Dude, want that's... him to quit because if he quits this year, I'm going to look at him and be like, you are such a moron. Because if you quit last year, you'd have your wife, your family, your dignity, like so many things. Your crypto still. <laughs> FTX. <laughs> FTX. I mean, this year it's like everything's falling apart. So I would hate for him to quit. I at least want him to go out like somewhat on top, like JJ. He should have quit after the Super Bowl, bro. He should have. Really should have. That would have been that. I don't understand why he didn't. He, I don't know, bro. That would have been that would have been a goat move. Yeah. To go win another one, your seventh. It's like, yeah. All right, two fans. Do you want to find us at Slice Apples Pod at Slice Apples Podcast? Uh, we're here every Tuesday and Thursday and, uh, we will see you next time.